And now for our feature, a film nerd. It's a movie that's truly hard to describe if you just talk in genre. A film fanatic. Eddie, to me, he sounded like he was trying to impersonate uh, fucking Eddie Murphy. And three movies. The old, the new, the obscure. Now, witness these two go back and forth on the art form known as film as they slowly go mad. Real mad. <laughs> and now... And now, and now for our feature presentation. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of our Real Mad podcast, where we review the old, new, and obscure. I'm here with my co-host Jay, and I'm here with my co-host Jess. <laughs> I, I want to, you know, bring back the pause. I, I like it wasn't. It. it wasn't close. It was. It should have been longer. But the, the, yeah, you're, we'll I, we'll get there. I should have been like. It has to be a dramatic pause, not just a pause. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. We'll work on it. Jay. But yeah. So <laughs> our first movie of the day. Oh my god! I didn't do this right. <laughs> <laughs> our old movie. Our old movie. <laughs> well, it is Weird Science, directed by John Hughes, right? That's yep. you know, not a bad idea. What? Making a girl. Actually making a girl. This is Wyatt and Gary. I give her one digits memory glance. Something's about to change their world. Something out of this world. She's alive! Alive! What would you little maniacs like to do first? It's all in the name of science. Weird science. If you want to be a party animal, you have to learn to live in the jungle. Not us. Not here. No way. She is turning their lives. Trust me for once, will you? What is going on? Gary, I don't know. I don't know. Their minds. <laughs> and their house. Upside down. It's seriously affecting you. And it came out in 19... I'm going to guess 1984. Let's see if I'm right. 1985. Yeah, it's 1985. Two high school nerds use their computer program to literally create the perfect woman. But she turns their lives upside down. <laughs> uh, definitely. I want to hear what you thought about it you wanna, first. Okay. I, I, I like this movie. Uh, however, I don't know. I, I guess it took, like, I've seen it a thousand times. You have? Yeah. I used to play it on, like, Comedy Central. Get out. AMC and VH1 and I know I whatever. Watch it. But, like... You've never seen this, huh? That's crazy. I love John Hughes movies. Uh-huh. I've seen almost all of them, but this one. And I'm really sad because I liked... <laughs> they were all funny, but all of them were like somewhat serious, and mm-hmm. I loved how goofy this one was. Well, th- yeah, that's the thing. That that like So one thing, I do like it, it but uh, one thing I noticed is I was like, I never noticed how, th- how standout this one is from all the others. I mean, I'd say it's like... It, it kind of feels like uh, John Hughes Jr. like mm-hmm. for middle schoolers because it's because yeah. it, 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 well, it was raunchy back then, but like now it's like super. They had titties. <laughs> he always has titties in his PG PG thirteen movies. <laughs> Every one of well. Oh yeah, because you're talking about the sixteen candles. They have a whole zoom in uh, on the well, boobies, and then the part in this one with the, where with the where girls they, getting sucked. Yeah, into it. yeah, I was like, never failed. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think? What do you think? I adored the movie. I was so mad that it took me this long to watch it. Mm-hmm. Fucking 
uh, Anthony Michael Hall or Michael yeah, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Hall. Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, dude. <laughs> what happened to him? He was so <laughs> funny in this movie. I thought mm-hmm. it was so good. I liked it because it was like not a serious John Hughes movie, but it still mm-hmm. has like the John Hughes characters and yeah, the, I mean, the coming of age kind of feel to it uh-huh. but nothing there was nothing serious in it well that they that's one thing i thought was kind of interesting about it bully ass brother he's a bitch <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about like heart they were talking about oh it still has that heart and i'm like it was i'm not gonna say it was shoehorned in but it's 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 slight it's not it's barely there yeah barely there. like i don't i don't really know how to kind of express that further yeah because <laughs> it's like it's not like it was ever really lingering in the background no um, it went straight to the point too <laughs> like you don't you just see a, a couple of nerds that are just nerds yeah and they're like i need to make a babe <laughs> straight <laughs> <Yeah>. up <laughs> who thinks of yeah, that this movie, this movie really does get to the point like it's, it's straight to the point it's a, it is a very and that, that's why i say it's like john hughes jr it doesn't really deal with like a i can't say i can't say it's like Maybe I can. It's like it's not like a lesson that's like that di- that the, the teen demographic was like dying to hear. Yeah. But it was. But um. You but know, it's still like it's like it's like a maybe a, a fantasy for boys thirteen to like fifteen. Maybe. I I yes it is. But as I was watching it with my sister, I was like, this should kind of pave the road for like movies in the future, kind of <laughs> way, because like. Mm-hmm. You got this like bad bitch like like you know <laughs> oh, oh. changing his changing these dudes' lives <laughs> and they're like little boys and then they're just like that one girl that one free spirited girl that is like yeah. showing them that they're showing them the way they're, yeah that they're yeah. better than what they think that they are mm-hmm. and that they could if they just be themselves they can get yeah. like get somewhere too yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna get to, I, I guess I'll get to my problems with that in like a second but mm-hmm. I wanted to also just you know credit everybody so we got Anthony Michael Hall as my Gary. man funniest dude in, in the movie honestly he's just I feel like. All his roles are kind of the same, but it always works. This was the first time I ever mm-hmm. seen him exercise like all ki- like different type of comedy because mm-hmm. he was really funny in Sixteen Candles, mm-hmm. but he just was like he was one thing, you know, just a nerd yeah. and just like a really note, annoying you know, nerd. Really, yeah. And then in Breakfast Club, he was a sh- like a straight up nerd. But then like <laughs> when he gets high, that's when you see like he's like he's hella goofy. Mm-hmm. But this, he's like full through and through, bro. Everything he did in that movie <laughs> had me fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it, it was, it, it is, I, I can't say it's like a, but I still don't feel like it's like a different side of him. But it's like. It's not. He's you know, it's, in this movie, he's allowed to steal the show because he's kind he, of. Because he's a star. He's kind of sidelined. Yeah, a exactly. Lot of the, in, the, in the other films. Uh, this is true. Uh, Kelly LeBrock is Lisa, the girl. Actually, let me, before we get to Kelly LeBrock, uh, Wyatt, Wyatt, uh played by Ian Mitchell Smith, which he actually doesn't... I don't think he has a lot of other credits. Yeah, I don't think so either. He doesn't uh, sound familiar. He was yeah. adorable in it, though. I'm surprised. Yeah, he, was such a, <laughs> he was such an 80s-looking mm-hmm. dude, like a little Ralph Macchio-looking dude. <laughs> his, his little, uh, like, 
I, was it is it whiny? What would you say his voice is? is yeah, very... whiny for sure. Like a little <laughs> like they they have the perfect dynamic yeah. though, because you have the fake confident nerd and then the realistic mm-hmm. like nerd that is just like but they're both about the same they have the same objectives. Yeah, so. and it, I, I thought it, I thought it was uh, interesting. Yeah. I'll give you what does he say? I'll give you my social security card. <laughs> yeah, and his brother. Bro, his brother. Oh man. Bill Paxton. K- uh, yes. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, sure, sure. We'll get to Kelly Brock in a minute. Yeah. Yes, I have to talk about this because I was watching him and I'm like, this dude sucks. And then like <laughs> I paused it and me and my sister are watching it and I look up and I'm like, and you know how on Prime they'll have like show you the cast members that are on the yeah. scene? When I saw it was Bill Paxton, I was like, Jalen, do you see what I fucking see? And she's like, that that's Bill Paxton. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I did not know that was him. And he's so ugly and funny in it. Like, he's, I've never seen him never act seen like that. Like and even mm-hmm. Goofy, like, he's been Goofy uh-huh. in movies. But that was... I, I was watching, like, a like a weird... I think it was, like, a bonus feature from a DVD of Weird Science or something. And... Uh, they were talking about him, and they're like, "Yeah, he it, he's kind of the same character he was in uh, in Aliens." And I was like, uh, "I don't think I've I, okay, I haven't seen, I have aliens, seen aliens, but I, w- I didn't even know he was in it." Uh, it he's the that he's that's uh, where that quote comes from. The game over, man. Game over. That's him. Like, oh, he's, he's that guy. Uh, but dude, is that why they made him? <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm I'm wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I don't, not even gonna get into it. <laughs> no. Okay, I was. Go ahead. Because he was in. We're free to be wrong here. He was in Spy Kids expert. for a second. He was in the second one, I think. He yeah, yeah. He's the dad. And then he's the, the se- Dixie the, wins. Yes, and yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. He's the dude that that controls the in the music part. part. Yeah. But then you said that, and I remember Spy Kids three was game, game over. over. <laughs> so I was like crossing the two. <laughs> I'm like maybe they were he was trying to pay they were maybe he was trying to pay homage to that because they do that a lot like you know they'll they'll put somebody and make them say a quote (laughs) from a movie they're famous for. I just think it's like if Robert Rodriguez my phone yeah. Robert Rodriguez, if he's going d- that deep <laughs> for us, like you never know, jokes. <laughs> it's Robert it's Rodriguez. Game over. We'll get the guy who said "Game Over." He's li- <laughs> he's like one. Of, he's one of those kind of yeah. film directors, though, because he's That's just true. he's so like independent, <laughs> and but not. It's like yeah, mm. I can see it happening. But Kelly LeBrock, Kelly LeBrock, I could see why you know. She's like I guess the '80s thing, and th- th- you know, so it's so funny. This is how we came up. With uh, our old movie, actually, we were watching uh, our new movie that we're gonna be talking about in a little bit, uh, and I told her I saw this weird movie called um, "Lady and Woman in Red," uh, probably from like maybe the year before, and uh, it's uh, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, and he's chasing the, he's chasing him. this girl played by Kayla LeBrock, and she's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, uh, "The girl from Weird Science," and she's like, "What's Weird Science?" Mm. And I was like, "That's your old movie." Uh, and so <laughs> I'm so glad you did too, because this is definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. one of my favorite '80s movies. And now. these are like two. I I, I wouldn't count. I, I'd say this is her best movie. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't count one. I don't need it. to see her in anything else after seeing yeah. this movie too. It's like, <laughs> like not in a bad yeah. way. I like. I wouldn't mind seeing her, yeah. but after this, I was like, <laughs> she did what she needed to do in this movie. That's so crazy. She um, she married Seagal, Steven Seagal. Really? Point. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, she they're not together better. now. But Good. yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, she's like, I guess Lisa. Lisa is that like she's that character who, like, 
I, she is the fantasy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I feel like she works that way even today, like, you know, as old as this movie mm-hmm. is. It's like, it's perfect for the time. She, like, is ti- her character is timeless. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. It, yeah, like, it, she fits the criteria in every timeline, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. <laughs> Who's gonna... Good soup. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> and so, the... um. One thing I thought was uh, really interesting, uh, I don't think we need to really discuss who John Hughes is. Yeah, uh, but is. like you, you don't said, know, get out of that rock you're under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't think. Yeah, it's like, but you know, he he's famous for all his teen movies, mm-hmm. uh, and this one in particular, like I said, it's like it's like a a tween tween boy fantasy, uh, but it's like. I just think something about the period of the 80s makes it like you can watch it and you can roll your eyes, but it's like it's good. It's like it's cheese. Good soup. You're absolutely right. It's like it all like it. it, uh, It's very like because I guess the the idea of Lisa is sort of like. uh, And they kind of do it when they're making her. If you in the scene where they're like putting it together on the computer. I don't really know where the Einstein part comes in. I guess she's just she's smart smart. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I Dude. guess, but I mean, it's like she doesn't. I, I feel like that's not really displayed as much. It's, she's not dumb, but yeah. she's not like, you know, I think they doing just math equations with her little <laughs> with her little uh, superpowers or whatever. Yeah. I feel like maybe they're like she's got powers. Trust that. Yeah, she's yeah, got, trust. She's got yeah, science, she's smart. And then Einstein they, brain. <laughs> they put the um. I think was that was that David Lee Roth. The video of him yeah. on MTV. That like she's MTV. Like she's lady. MTV. If MTV was a woman. I guess uh, you know she's throwing parties uh, for them, I mean, just making them look cool, yep. telling everybody, "Oh, it, it, it's so goofy!" Like you can see two like young kids. Oh yeah, she's such. She'll be so like this girl's hot, and she's just gonna tell everyone that we're mm-hmm. dating her. And, well, like that's literally like you know, it's I'm with Gary and Wyatt. It, work, it works. It works though, because like it's it makes sense. It's like one of those easy little stories that you can tell in a movie where mm-hmm. it's just like, this obviously ain't gonna happen, yeah. but the- we can make a good story out of it. Uh-huh. A fantasy, if you will. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of like a Christmas story, how they have like, how like he always has fantasies about like things going well. Yeah. And it's always something super elaborate. Like <laughs> that's what this movie is, is one of those fantasies. Yeah. And that's why it's like, you could just have fun with it. It's great. <laughs> It is, it is. But yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s little pop out. I lost my shit because <laughs> I was like, me and me and my sister were watching it and we're like, the dudes that are bullying are so ugly. But then, no, at first it showed him, Robert Downey Jr. looking at the other bully and uh-huh. it showed his crazy ass hair. I'm like, why are these ugly ass hair dudes? <laughs> are these are the popular ones? And then he turns his head. I was like, oh, it's Iron Man. I lost my shit. I was like, oh my God, I finally get to see him in a movie when mm-hmm. he was younger because I've never seen oh, him. I, there's a lot. Man. I know. Yeah, and I'm like, I've Actually, never watched him and any. Anthony Michael Hall had a movie after this, like in like 88. Which one? Um, I was, And it was when I was looking up Weird Science. I forgot the name, but it's like, I guess they're like uh, graduating high school. And I, something about I got. I'll, find, I'll let you know when I find I'm it. I'm gonna check it out. But um, yeah. The um. But yeah, he was. The, the, yeah, the, I recognize the other guy too. Actually, who? He's, uh, oh, the other his, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. His I guess Robert Downey Jr.'s sidekick. He's uh, he's the best friend from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too. Uh, they they call it they call it uh, the gay nightmare or something like that. I, I want to see that one. I because <laughs> I watched the, I watched the documentary on yeah, that. Yeah, that made me want to see it. Yeah, yeah. That's it, it's like his best friend. Uh, in he that. said, 
<laughs> start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask, man. Oh my god. But he, um, I gotta see it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in there. I, I don't know, like, I think, I guess we can, I guess getting, well, of course, we're getting into spoilers and stuff. I know we need, like, a buzzer or something mm-hmm. for that in the future. Yes. Uh, David will make something. I don't know. Spoiler! <laughs> It'll be make just it a video of it. Like, maniacal. Scare yeah. him. Woo! I want you to scare him. Yeah, make him but jump. No, um, <laughs> Lisa, Lisa throws in this party. And really quick. Yeah. Can we talk about the scene where... She has to pull him away from her his parents. Oh, okay, okay, dude. Okay. That, so, like before the party. Okay, early on the first little adventure. Dude. Let's get to that. She takes him to a bar. That is one uh, of the best parts of the movie too. Really, I hate that I love that part, okay. but I I'm do a, because you have more excitement. I'm gonna let you go ahead and do it. Tell, uh, explain. It, I don't even know how to describe it, but he goes to a bar with her, him and the <laughs> and Gary then, and White. Gary and Lisa. Gary and White go to a bar with with Lisa. And he gets high, or you know, he gets drunk. Yeah. And he's smoking a cigar, and he's all shy about it. And all the the black dudes are like, <laughs> like, like pressuring him into doing it, making fun of him, and whatever. Yeah, it was a Chicago. That's a very Chicago thing. It's like, he, oh, this side of town. Yeah. And you go, and it's always like, a, isn't a like lot a of blues their place club. taking place in Chicago? Yeah, all of all most of, of John Hughes place, movies yeah. take place in Chicago. But, like, it, I thought that was, like, the funniest thing. Because even in, like, I think he did Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, I love that movie, too. She, he did that, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah. They, they have one. to end up in, you know, in the middle of, like, Chicago. With like, some, they got to play blues to escape. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Corny. So cringe. So cringe. But speaking of that, it, it, it like... I was gonna say the same thing about Anthony Michael Hall with the in the whole drunk cringe, scene. But it's it was cringe, funny. but it's funny. It's it was weird. Funny. He can tra- no, it is. It is, but it like transcends. Uh, honestly, for me, it went a little bit too long. I like his black sin is hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but it's it's still it was still like all right now. Okay, it, it would have been better if he stopped <laughs> in the car. Except yeah, when yeah. He, except when he's like, all right, forget it. Give me the keys. <laughs> I, was, I started dying. Yeah, he had like part. this weird list. Yeah, uh, key, key, like. <laughs> But it was the part when he was like, this eighth grade bitch had titties. Like, what did she say? He's like, she'll never have to worry about titties a day in her life. You know what I'm saying? And he, to me, he sounded like he was trying to impersonate uh, fucking Eddie Murphy. Like, uh, yes. Yeah, maybe an Eddie Murphy that's who he sounded trying, character. Like, I can see that for sure. It was so funny. Uh, but that was one of my favorite parts, yeah. for sure. Um another good part but the part oh. when, when he's mm-hmm. when when she's trying to t- when she takes picks him up from his parents house and she's like talking shit to the parents oh yeah yeah and then she was like you really want him to be tossing off to magazines his whole life <laughs> oh yeah she's british yeah and this girl they these two american boys create some girl who's like, just british off. and then like <laughs> his mom his mom is like what is he he's like gary no and he's like i've never tossed off to anything <laughs> she's like you told me you were combing your hair he's like ma i never tossed <laughs> off to anything that shit i was crying laughing at that scene dude that was amazing that's all i yeah those are my two <laughs> those favorite are two parts because she um, just necessary i feel <laughs> to get let you know that he needed to escape i'd say my favorite part um i'd have to say is the kind of the making of the the girl, I don't know. I think it's just something so crazy '80s about it. Yes. The wind blowing and everything picking Door up. Exploding. The, yeah, dogs are up up on the ceiling and like it's just, like it's literally like I said. It feels like it all feels like you're just watching a bunch of MTV promos and like fast fever. I kept saying it was <laughs> like a it was like a long SNL skit, like a <laughs> long, long SNL. SNL skit or SNL. like. 
didn't have the budget. Yeah, this but their all their shits was like mostly practical, like the uh-huh. fucking shit coming out of the chimney and oh, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. I was like really impressed mm-hmm. that they did all this shit and for that part. I feel like it was just like that. That I feel like if there was anything fun about writing the script, it was probably that for John. Yeah, Hughes. like just. Oh, I get to do whatever I want, and it doesn't have to be that serious. Okay, fine. We're gonna yep. have vacuum chimneys, and in in blue kitchens. Yes, and <laughs> we're gonna freeze the grandparents so, so the party can continue. Like that was yeah. great. The the grandparents were British too. That yeah. was kind of weird because Gary nor Wyatt. <laughs> I think it was they're at they're at Wyatt's house. Yeah, and so yeah, it's weird. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. All right, um, and so like, I guess yeah, that was that was one of my favorite parts. I guess yeah, just the the creation of the girl, and then the other part was um, it's it's more towards the end where the um, like the I get she sends so they're getting in over their heads. The boys she throws them this party, and they think like they're you know the hotness, and so uh, when they leave the girls outside, <laughs> when oh yeah, they, when the party gets attacked, I'm like that's me as hell, <laughs> like. But they fuck but, the girls. <laughs> but they try they try to impress uh Robert Downey Jr. and his buddy by trying to make another girl and end up uh <laughs> making a missile. Yeah, end up like with a was it a Russian missile? Yeah. In the in, like in their in their kitchen or something like that. Crazy. So eighties. Yeah, so eighties. Uh and <laughs> which we'll get to we'll get to nitpicks in a second. Mm-hmm. But um uh yeah, so they they do that, and she's ashamed of him. So in order to teach them a lesson, she I guess manifests these. I guess she, they call them mutants. Yeah. Uh, and you get like I, th- I forgot where they said the one guy with like a half a face was from. He's from an actual Hills movie. Hills have eyes. The original. The, the Hills bald guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the bald the guy is from Hills Have a face with some. Yeah, he said he was like, oh, I, I was watching the behind the scenes and like, oh yeah, uh, you know, we saw, John Hughes saw that movie and he's like, I want that guy and I want. Guy from Hills Have Eyes, the bald guy on the front. I gotta cover. look because I bet he was familiar. The other dude was familiar. The chick in the, with the chain around her neck. Yeah, she's kind of cute. I liked but her <laughs> too. She, I liked her too. I'm like, you could stay. <laughs> yeah, like, your friends could go. Your and then go. the Apache chief looking dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. They were so she brings these dudes in. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's something about that scene, especially when I first saw it uh, younger. Where I was like, this is crazy. Like I don't, I didn't, like I didn't. Ex- like this is such a weird turn. For this movie in general, I thought it was just about some magic girl helping out these guys. Babies could get away with anything. And, yeah, and all of a sudden, just these mutants show up and ruin the party, and they're riding through with motorcycles. And it's a whole elaborate set piece. They even have stunt doubles. There's a part. Dude, going down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. You see, bro, that was crazy, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You didn't expect. I'm pretty. No, sure. I didn't. And like, <laughs> I you don't expect anything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. But it's still. I'm like, this looks really good for mm-hmm. it to just like be an old ass movie. And you decide <laughs> throwing a fucking a bunch of like a fucking mutated biker gang in the middle of a nice <laughs> party. Like, uh-huh. no, I hope nobody died during that scene because right? that shit was intense. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. Like, uh, and so. I don't know if the resolve is the same, like how they how they fix the issue when they, you know, they stand up to the guys and then they pull out their little gu- like that's where I feel like yeah this is a super like tween fantasy yeah that doesn't work it wouldn't work I understand well, this is like, a movie dude. but even in that context you was that like it was like four on two yeah <laughs> but I think it's like first of all I think that they were wait like because she manifested them mm-hmm. I think that. 
they weren't going to do anything. anything like, anyway. They, he was yeah, just of waiting to see mm-hmm. that. And I feel like it's also in movies, they're portraying it like this is what happened. Like, just like movies nowadays. Well, I can't even say that. But I was going to say like <laughs> movies nowadays will like show parties mm-hmm. where they this shit and this shit happens. But you go to parties and I'm like, that's not really happening here, you know? <laughs> it's probably one of those things where they're just like, this is what goes down in parties. This is how you show you're a man. And... <laughs> This is what happens here, but just dramatized, <laughs> really. Uh, any any issues with it? Any nitpicks? Anything? Anything you just want to be nag about, real quick? Eh, I do really want quick want to mention that I love the bit with the gun where he's like swinging the oh, gun. Oh yeah, and I love in that, the yeah. background, and then yeah. he shoots the thing off. But being nitpicky, I didn't like how long, like you said, how long that uh, black voice was was. <laughs> yeah, his little, <laughs> his little black suit. It was just too long. It was just too. It, it long. went like yeah. It was because he says he ad libbed the whole part in the bar, which makes sense. But like the, it was I, really good. Yeah, I think once they're in the car and he's still doing it, I'm just like, okay, yeah. All right, the scene oh, ended. Like you fell. And yeah, it, was over. it would have been good if he stopped there, was passed out, and then when he went back <laughs> with the with the brother, yeah, and his, dude, that would have been that was that part was funny too. Um, um, let me see. Oh, I forgot. Oh, well, no, I guess. Though, okay, mine, I, I, I'll, I'll save mine because I have actually a lot, but it doesn't, it really doesn't hurt this It's movie. probably going to be the same because, okay. like, because I feel like it'll probably be the okay. same. And it's a lot of what I didn't like about it is stuff I didn't like in the other John Hughes movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. But... That's just like kind of I, I can look past it, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm trying to think, like very misogynistic, mm. obviously. In like, this one, you yeah, think? a little bit. It has its it has its moments, like I, like. I, I guess that's fair. I mean, yeah. Just yeah, how they're fair. like how they treat the girls, how they. Oh my god. Oh, you mean you mean Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, like it's well, just I mean, like, but they're, they're the bad, bad guys. guys so, so it's like, it's dude, like, that shit was so funny yeah. when he's like, we should apologize, and they're like, they're. Sweet, they're in the background, yeah, like, like making cute faces. Yeah, yeah. like this is a, like this is. It felt like I was watching like a scene from like Greece or something. Dude, like it. It, it, it was literally like, feels like a long uh-huh. SNL skit or like the Adult Swim things where they like too many cooks uh. or something like that. It, that's what it felt yeah, like, yeah. but a whole movie. Yeah, it's true. I want to hear what you didn't like about it. My mine is kind of. It's not even really. It's not necessarily the premise, but for the title and it, weird science. It's kind of weird magic. Like, uh, <laughs> she just kind of make things happen. Like, there's a part where you kind of get, I, like, I feel like up until that, like, up until a specific part in this movie, you really don't see exactly, well, you never actually see how Lisa operates necessarily, how she makes certain things happen. Mm-hmm. But then you get, like, there's a part where uh, now they have girlfriend, the girlfriends of their own, and they pull up in these cool cars, they have a little heart-to-heart, and then they walk off, and then their cars, like, just vanish kind of into like thin air because I guess they didn't yeah. need them anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, and I don't uh, think that, that's another thing too. I was like, yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> as mu- likable uh-huh. as the dudes are, I don't believe it. Yeah, like, right? I don't believe uh, it. And that's the She thing. changes their clothes actually before they go to the bar too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, that, I, I keep, remember that too. I, I forget that because they're only in the, 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 the little goofy suits that they're in for like two seconds. Yeah. They walk out the door they and they're totally fresh, different. fresh though. Yeah, that, no, that was super like, yeah. <laughs> like, and the car, yeah. they were like. I don't know, but I don't know if it like, if it, they look as fresh if we didn't see what they were wearing before they walked out the true, door. True, true. But yeah, Anthony Michael Hall, he was on fire. Yeah, he, that was. But I think uh, that's one of the misogynistic things I didn't like is like how kind of like superficial they made the girls mm-hmm. look. 
Like, oh, like we're gonna deal with these ugly bitch ass dudes <laughs> because we want to go to parties. Like, well, I thought it was very. I, I didn't really see it as like misogynistic, misogynistic as much as I just like, oh, that's just young people. Like, you know, True. like, like, like that's we we want status. It's cool to be famous. That's a good it's point. cool to have money. You know what I mean? And we're all yeah. like really young, so that's probably just me being older and like, <laughs> uh, let's get not past about the it. dudes. Yeah, it's not uh, about the dudes. You can go to part. You're a girl. You can go to the parties <laughs> without the dudes. If you just learn that, give it one more year, you'll get it. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, the whole and even though it is kind of an interesting thing, and it, I think it does make it it really throws you for like a third loop like after the mutants thing her turning uh the brother into like this frog cre- so slimy random. creature thing it was yeah it's super random like honestly i feel like john hughes was like oh and anything sure uh, anything anything yes. i will put that in this movie yes you uh, just you just reminded me of another part but i can't oh remember. i got one last Go one and it was it's so uh it's interesting uh that i was even thinking it when i watched it uh, there's a part where they're looking for Lisa, and, uh, I think the 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 villains or whatever, and for whatever reason, I guess they just crapshoot her age, and they're just like, "Hey, you seen a chick around here uh, around 23?" And so there's that, right? But then after the bar, uh, and they talk about this. I, I watched. A, I think it was it was funny enough. It was the anniversary 2019. They oh, had really? they had Anthony Michael Hall and. Uh, Wyatt, oh, I keep forgetting dude's name because yeah. it's not in anything else. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Kelly LeBrock, they were all in a, at like a panel. That's cool. And the, this lady was interviewing him, and she's like, "Yeah, aren't you guys surprised like that this movie isn't creepy?" Like, that's and I was just exactly like, what I was gonna get "That's kind of the only part." And even Kelly LeBrock brings it up. She's like, "I don't know if we can get away with that these days." Absolutely the not. The fact that like she, she so she's teaching Wyatt how to kiss, and he's she's twenty three and he's fifty. She's but, like, "You sure you're fifteen? That's what made it worse." Yeah, was like don't say it. Don't she's implying that they're about to do it though, because he's like, "I'm thinking about gymnastics," and you know what he means. Oh and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. you fell asleep before I got to my next trick or something yeah. like that, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because. Demi Moore just got in trouble recently because mm-hmm. she was like, oh yeah, that, and kissed that a, like a ten year old or something video. like that. Yeah, mm. and that's why me and my sister were like, what <laughs> the fuck? They at least nowadays they would cast like either all adults or yeah, all kids, all kids, yeah. And then like, I mean, be, even all kids is kind of weird. Yeah, sometimes. it is, but like, especially because it's Hollywood, you could literally yeah. find mm-hmm. a bunch of twenty three mid nineties was seventeen. That, that's oh that one my part. god, that was so cringe. But yeah. I love that movie. But it was so cringe. Uh-huh. But Ugh, he's so baby. Let's shake it off. Okay, yeah, shake it off. <laughs> uh, shake off the creepiness. But um, yeah, I guess all in all, what is this movie? What is your uh, final rating? I'm gonna. Oh, it's gonna we be got, uh, the last one. Is uh, is it worth the watch? Worth the watch. Worth the watch. Worth the watch. Worth you the know watch. What? I feel like everyone should. Wa- it's yeah. a classic. Yeah. And if you, but it's I, a classic that I feel like not a lot of people talk about, even though it's like there. It's very in your face. People are so proud of knowing Pretty in Pink and Breakfast uh-huh. Club because it feel they makes it makes people feel like really profound and woke. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, you're missing like <laughs> you're <laughs> the, missing the, the goods. Yeah. yeah. Like the fun. Honestly, part. I'd say this is, this skews closer to uh, Ferris Bueller than a Pretty in Pink. Facts. You know what I mean? I think. And, and I think this is kind of it's it's solid like it cements him to be like eighteen, right? Or not just mm-hmm. for girls, or not just for guys. Yeah. And so it was just a fun movie, and they didn't have yeah. any dark dark times because even in Ferris Bueller, like it's all goofy until yeah we get to Cameron and how <laughs> it's fucked up his life. <laughs> his and life you're is, like, yeah. Oh, 
but there's no real time like that. Only thing that gets dark to me is how bullied old dude is to his brother. If I had a son oh, that yeah. was be- bullying, I would kill him. But he was so funny. Um, it's snowing in my room. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he hits him in the head with the, the gun. I was like, ow. I was, <laughs> oh, that saw- shit sounded like it hurt. <laughs> and if I was uh-huh. old girl laying in bed and not not just my <laughs> the dude that I'm fucking... Uh, Chet, brother, Chet but, is his brother. Yeah, yeah, but it was like the other dude's brother. I'd be like, get that fucking gun out of my face. <laughs> Go get your brother. He's like, he's like, Chet, that's her nose. That's her yeah. nose. Like, he's, he's like, like Chet, she's got nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, mine is also worth a watch. Worth I'd say it's watch. worth a watch because, yeah, like you said, it's a classic. I think it's something that more people uh, kind of need to see, at least in sort of, especially I feel like if they're in that age because... It's surpri- like I said, surprisingly, I thought I was gonna look back at this and not necessarily cringe, as much as I only did the one time. Uh, but uh, it was just. But it was just, yeah. It, it was. It it kind of made me feel like, oh, this is for me, like a little little. Yeah, that's what little I, me. That's what I was telling. That's what I was telling my you sister. You can shrink too. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I told my sister too, because I was like, it's. It seems weird watching it because you're an adult and watching like this kind of this kind of dynamic. But mm-hmm. think about it: when we were teenagers, it wouldn't feel as weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I know I was fantasizing about grown people when mm-hmm. I was younger. Not saying it's like pr- you know promoting yeah. that, but like that's yeah. it's putting you in the heads it put, of these it's putting teenagers. you in the headspace of wanting they, to be. They mm-hmm. picked an adult woman. They didn't pick a teenage yeah. girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Girl. So of course, yeah, like that's that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is our review Definitely. for Weird Science. Watch it if you haven't. Please do. And if you have watched it before, watch it again because I'm sure people don't remember it. <laughs> All right. So now our new movie, The Harder They Fall. Last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love. How long hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is it? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. This book is back. This ain't no rule to ask a friend to travel. You think destiny's coming to you? My guns go back. So the harder they fall, uh, when an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites with a gang to seek revenge. And that is that is a very short one. It is short, short and sweet. Um, but um, what did you think of this film? I really enjoyed it. I did. I had I watched it when I watched it with you. Mm-hmm. I think I was I get shy when I watch things around certain people, <laughs> and I like change my thought process a little <laughs> bit. 
So I think I was trying to be critical when I watched it with you. Mm -hmm. But then I watched it like three other times and I'm like, this is actually really good. And I felt the same way about certain things Mm -hmm. and it kind of confirmed it for me. So I really enjoyed just all the cast. Mm -hmm. I love Jonathan Majors, obviously. (laughs) And then um, the music was really fucking good. Mm. I really enjoyed the music, especially (laughs) when you told me about that one dude that you told me when the girls are fighting. Oh, um, who was is like the? I think he was. You said he was like African or something. Oh yeah, yeah, Fela Kuti. Yeah. Bro, that song was so hard, and like how they yeah. did it, I was <laughs> like, dude. And then um, also, I liked that it kind of like had like a Quentin Tarantino esque feel, mm-hmm. but it was like straight western. Yeah, like yeah. it was like because he makes like he's made a, like a western movie, yeah. and then he's made like Moments Upon a Time in Hollywood that is kind of like. Yeah. A Western, but like not. Yeah. And then you combine the two and it's just like a black Western. I was <laughs> like, this is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. um, I was watching a video on it and they made a point that they said that like the beginning felt like the anticipation was a lot like Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different parts in it and conversations that remind me of Quentin Tarantino. And I fuck with that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I thought it was, I really, really liked it. Okay. I thought every little quirky thing about it was on point. There was nothing, there was really nothing quirky about it mm-hmm. except maybe, what's his name? Lakeith. Jim. Oh. Jim. Oh. Fucking. Oh. Uh, That's another thing. Though. Jim Buckworth. Jim Buckworth. Beck, is it Beck, Buckworth? Beck, Beckworth? Beckworth? Beckworth. Beckworth. Jim Beckworth. Yeah. Well, I guess. How I feel about this movie, I really do like it. I think there's. It, it really does have that, um, I'd say, Tarantino vibe where it's a mixture of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, when you mentioned the soundtrack, yeah, I thought it was a real uh, interesting thing to take, like, reggae and bring it to, like, the West. It was definitely and, uh, int- interesting and bold, to Yeah, say David the doesn't least. really think that's, like, the greatest choice. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I, I actually, I, I, I just, I actually recently watched an interview with the director, uh, James, directed by James Samuels. Sorry for forgetting. It's a sexy name. Something else, uh, but uh, and it's spelled like it's spelled weird. It's like J E Y E M E S. Go off, like James. But here's the Jimmy's. thing. Jimmy's. <laughs> Jimmy's. Uh But he's from. Uh, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, I think he's British. Um, but yeah, he. You know, but a lot. <laughs> right. What's his race? Yeah, he's like, I guess he's he's a black Brit. I think. Hell yeah. It's <laughs> better and better. She's feeling James. It's huh? Yeah. What's he look know. like? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, How old is he? <laughs> just kidding. We're gonna put a picture of him right know. here. You guys. I'm not. I'm not gonna comment on this man. Right. He's like they 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 went to school together. <laughs> <laughs> Idris. Yeah. They're just gym buddies. I didn't. Um, I I liked the the music. But the reason I'm open to that kind of mm-hmm. stuff is because when I watched The Great Gatsby, I had a huge, it's obviously different, but I had a huge appreciation for Jay-Z and him collaborating on making songs that sound like the 20s or making modern oh, songs okay. sound like the 20s, but making it make sense for that time. Mm-hmm. So I think about it like, I it's not going to, it doesn't mm-hmm. match the Western size, but it like it feels like it to me. Like, I don't know. It felt <laughs> right to me. It was it really intense. And I can't see any country songs. Country <laughs> I, I, I songs that are going in and Gatsby, be like... So you never imagine, seen The Great Gatsby? Not that one, anyway. I, I just imagine Jay-Z rapping about rotary television. Literally, there's a scene... <laughs> literally, there's a scene... 
you're an idiot. <laughs> There's a scene where they're in like where he's. Pe- <laughs> <laughs> but um there's a part where they're driving past this car where they're everyone in the car is turning up mm-hmm. and it's the tw- but it's like h to the iso in the 20s and i was like and they're getting down in the car that they're standing in Wait, those big old coops yes this is the great gatsby I yes i don't dude. know if i can handle that and then they did it. crazy in love they changed the song oh. and made it into a 20s song so like you'll <sighs> hear like it's like yes but it's I'm telling you, you gotta know. watch it. You gotta we watch have to, it. We might have to review that. One. I'm, we're going to. You're gonna know. watch it with us. You're gonna <laughs> right? watch it with us. You're, nope, She's gonna too put late. D- me and David through this. Yep, oh I'm God. putting you. Yep, I'm putting oh, you through yeah. the fire. That's my next movie. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, Baz Lerman. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm not excited about your Elvis movie, but I still love you. <laughs> Isn't this just gonna be a movie like a heist uh, movie? He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna steal everything. Oh, Elvis? Elvis just is, you know, he's that's exactly yes, yeah, that's like, why I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't but, want. I'm gonna watch it, oh, but man. I'm not gonna want to like it. Uh, but I we have fun will. here, guys. We had a great time. Um, but yeah, so one thing that's weird about it. So James Samuels is the guy. Um, it says music by him as well. Which, but the thing is, when you like when I looked him up and stuff, he also I guess he has like a pseudonym. I don't know if it's like I think it's a collective between him, uh, Jay Z and like uh, from here. Yeah, it's like did Jay Z do this music? Yeah, too? yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, of course, he's on the song. Shows because yeah. Jay Z did the music for Great Gatsby too. Yeah, it, but they're they like style. I guess him and Jay Z. They're like I guess they're a collective. They call themselves the Bullets, but it's like. B-U-L-L-I-T-S. And, and I know it sounds... it's As uncool as that sounds, this movie is actually pretty good. But remember that part when the right. song had all the guns in the, in the intro? Huh? True. Oh, that just reminded me of Man with the Iron Fist. That's a great movie. Sorry, I'm off to... I don't uh, know why. See, this is why I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like it, but it was very sexy to me, so I had... I but I watched it when I was really little. <laughs> hey. Fuck you guys. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But look, okay, you know so... What? No, uh, no, wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, um, yeah, but I liked it. It's it's newer. It's it's mm-hmm. new. It's, it's fresh. New. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. All right. And I hate westerns. I I think I've told you I hate okay. westerns. So this kind of helped. So it helped me watch that. it. The last west we I think I no it was Steven. I was like uh the last western I watched and enjoyed was Django. Oh but it yeah. Doesn't even, it hardly counts because yeah. it's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. So like I said, it's very like tin, Quentin Tarantino esque, where he takes elements of other movies, like the whole um. I guess we should kind of talk about some characters. So we got the good good people side, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And that's, that's John Majors. Can't forget. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got Jonathan Majors as our main character, Nat Love. Uh, we got Zazie Beats. Nat Buck. <laughs> Nat Buck. <laughs> Spoiler. Jeez. Slap, slap us with spoilers. Huh? <laughs> uh, Zazie Beats, a stagecoach, Mary. Um, Such a badass. Uh, We'll talk about that too. Okay, uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Danielle uh, D- Detweiler. <laughs> I love that last name. Uh, so classic. Uh, as a, a, they call her, she's uh, Kathy Williams, but in the movie they call her Cuffy. That's her name. Oh, I liked her too. Uh, and then uh, RJ, the unforgettable RJ Seiler as Jim Beckworth. <laughs> 
And what else was he in? He's in Power Rangers. That's what it he was. was a, yeah, he's, I think he's Billy. Um, yeah. You got uh, Dale Roy Lindo as Bass Reeves and uh, Eddie Gaff- Gaffigy as Bill Pickett. And so those are like our good guys and then our bad guys. You only got three, luckily. I'm not going to name off names all day. Idris Elba as <laughs> uh, Rufus Buck. Uh, Regina King as Trudy Smith. And Lakeith Stanfield is Cherokee Bill. So the thing about, um, I'd say, yeah, about, like, I love the kind of the introduction of the bad guys and they bring them onto the train. I kind of hated it because yeah. I hated what they said. <laughs> but it was it was a good introduction, but yeah. I was like, just don't talk. Uh, um, he could have said the N-word. Or no, he said oh, he yeah. could have said nincompoop. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, that was kind of, it was corny. Uh, it was corny, but it was like that's the kind of shit that I don't. <laughs> I could look past but you know what's so funny? Like it's in the trailer, so I, I is kinda, it? yeah, it's one of those. I feel like it's one of those scenes that like they make specifically for, for trailers. That's so true. I was like, I didn't hold that much that's against true. it, and it's kind of the only time they really do that. Like the whole one thing I do love about this movie for like a, a black ensemble is that it's not like those white people aren't they crazy? Yeah. <sighs> Commentary, mm-hmm. topical, like it doesn't. We don't have to do that all the time yeah. to make Short, our yeah. movies good. Yeah. So, um, and so it doesn't. After that, it's kind of a wrap for that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, that was a badass scene, though. <laughs> yeah, when they get on the train, I love that scene. Um, the what's it? Uh, um, I guess yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. He's he's. I'd say you know, he for someone who didn't really do too much to. A, until like the end, he's really. I uh, he still has like a really good villain presence. Very I don't good. know what that was. He's really good at being yeah. a villain, even when he was sh- the voice of Shere Khan in the Jungle Book, like uh-huh. the new one. I, I wanted to see that. It's really good. That. It's like really, it's really fucked up. Like, <laughs> like some of the shit that happens, I'm like, oh, but uh-huh. he's a really bad guy, and, yeah. it, and he has his accent and everything. But <laughs> he's just like, I like. I would love to see him as more villains than a hero. I think he. Cause I like villains, <laughs> but he he works it. Okay, yeah, and uh, and then um, Regina King too. She Regina was, King, yeah, she was. I love her. Like, but uh, speaking of that, in her character, when you see her, uh, like uh, when they're kind of coming upon this train, they see it, and like the people, they're about to like ride out on it. Um, they do the Easter egg type thing that that Quentin Tarantino loves to do. Uh, um. James Samuels talks about like the scene, you know how she has her hand out and like then she like turns it and she's like pointing that way and they uh-huh. go that way. That's like um it's from uh it's like it's like reincorporation or not reincorporation but it's like a homage to like uh Spike Lee's Malcolm X like when he's like moving out all the other brothers of Islam like I love they that. do that. I need to watch there's the like, Easter egg videos. The, yeah, there's I mean I love that shit. Some of them I kind of noticed off, off bat like uh when they introduced Cuffy and she's like beating up a guy in the in uh in stagecoach Mary's little tavern or whatever, mm-hmm. uh she beats up the guy and then like they ha- she have some people carry him out and they're like uh she's like take him to Doc Brown's you know like that you know Back to the Future uh three or whatever what it's kind the of a little fuck? reference and then there's the the train is like a tribute to Chadwick Boseman it says the C A Boseman uh, on the side it's kind of cute but like you know there's little things in there that I like you know you enjoy if you're paying attention mm-hmm. and even if you're not I I do think the like the the um the part like honestly as much as I do kind of enjoy the music I do feel like 
it kind of weighed it kind of weighed montage heavy a little bit. Um, yeah. I yeah I think I think that the um like but for the scenes that you get where it's not like that, it I feel like it totally works. I just wish I was a little bit more like uh, I guess invested in character. You really don't get there until you get toward the end. Yeah, that's but true. even so, it like that for what it was, true. it's really yeah, I thought it was really decent. Um, uh. Your take on some characters, I guess, if you want to tap into, because I know we I, we probably can't cover them all. Yeah, um, I really liked Cuffy. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have to <laughs> love the queer character, <laughs> and uh, she broke my heart though, because I just thought why well, all of her homies dying, and then uh, like, oh, Lakeith Stanfield had me fucked up. <laughs> but you know what's weird about Lakeith Stanfield? Mm-hmm. Everyone raved about him in this part, but he didn't. Do anything. do anything. He yeah. wasn't. He was himself. He didn't even have an accent. Yeah, he didn't have an accent. He literally reminded me of him in Uncut Gems, but in a fucking <laughs> oh, in a cowboy weird. suit, yeah. just just normal. Just like, normal. Yeah. But well, honestly, I'd say he was I, more of a character in Uncut Gems. I can say honestly. that too. Actually, like he's. I'm trying to think of another movie where he's just like back there himself. Yeah, uh, like himself. But he's he mm-hmm. he. Yeah, it was just like himself in a cowboy. <laughs> in outfit. the Death Note. <laughs> as, as he's in Death Note. Yeah, in the American Death for Netflix. You never seen that? No, it's not worth I, seeing. Don't I, watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Well, should I watch the other one, the anime one? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I keep hearing that too, and I really want to. <laughs> but yeah, he's he didn't really do much for me, and I keep hearing everyone was blown away by his. Presence on the t- on the TV, and I was like, <laughs> "That sounded so like." I felt that way. way I love his presence on the TV. Yeah, like I, I said it like that. They don't say that, <laughs> but but I love Jonathan Majors though. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is as Nat Love. Yeah, yeah Nat, Nat Buck. Nat Buck. I'm just kidding. You keep saying you, <laughs> you love you love that you like that version of him. All right, I'm sticking with Love. All right. <laughs> That version's not with Zazie Beats, probably. <laughs> He's probably singles. <laughs> no, I really love him as an actor, and I love mm-hmm. seeing him do all these different things. He's really a good... He's killing it. He's yeah. killing it. And Zazie Beats, too. She's, yeah. she's been doing hitting all the right projects <laughs> for me. Um, but... Yeah, I really can't say much about the characters because all the characters on the good side, everyone is basically liked likable. Yeah, but it's really just like certain scenes and how mm-hmm. things happen. Like when old dude gets shot in the cheek, and you oh, see yeah. the whole thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's so Quentin Tarantino. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, that that that, that was, was Beckwith. that was J- uh, Jimmy Beckwith. And with mm-hmm. him, it's foreshadowed kind of too hard that it is. That he's gonna die. I knew that was gonna happen. Um, but I'm like, damn. It's like, yeah, it, it, did, it didn't feel like a will they or won't they type deal. It just kind of felt like, okay, well, like he's too cocky for his own good. It's Who was really, the other one that dies? Um, that oh, one, what I was Bill sad Pickett. about. Bill yes. Pickett, which uh, is he, he's just kind of like a uh, he's like an old west sniper, mm-hmm. which is like once you take that first shot, everyone knows where you are. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's not necessarily right. like sniping per se. My bad. But he still but, kicked uh, ass. That's why it was so fucked up. Uh-huh. I his death pissed me off, especially because he just had that thing and he was like yeah. I'll be dead and see that's the thing I feel like you needed more if if they were gonna still make them work and maybe even both of their deaths be shocking you needed more of them and I feel like you didn't really get like, you get them in the beginning I love mm-hmm. their intro yeah when they're taking out the Crimson Hood I gang. am sweet I am sweet <laughs> <laughs> but like other than that like they keep they mention him talking about like uh, how he's like uh, he does like a heads or tails thing mm-hmm. I guess he's really addicted to the coin flip 
uh, thing, but you don't really see him flip it that much. No, you don't see him really talk like they, he's like a guy. Like he mentions he has a coin. They say he has a coin, but you don't really see it How until long before is this he gets movie? shot. Like in in length, yeah, um, like two hours. I'd say it's probably about yeah, two hours. Let's see. Movie is yeah, two hours nineteen minutes. Yeah, you're, they should have put more about those little quirky things. Yeah, uh, and um, like one thing that James Samuels mentions, he's like, you know, uh, he's like, I, I, my westerns are always my favorite genre. He's like, my thing with them was that you know. Uh, the people of color were submissive and the women were submissive. So I wanted to do something where that wasn't the case. And I mean, I guess you could argue that, but even when the, even when the girls are tough in this movie and I know it's for a reason, the story, and this is where we'll get to nitpicks. Let me make some dumb decisions for them. Like, like with Zazie beats going <laughs> go, all the way going, down there. Yeah, by I, that was dumb as that shit. Was, <laughs> was that was dumb. dumb as shit. That's kind of where Jeez. it lost me a little bit because I was mm-hmm. like, this bitch is not that dumb. <laughs> she can't have this whole bar. Let's let set her life up and make be that dumb to make that fucking decision. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you have yeah, my, everything. One, one thing was her proposal was kind of funny to me too because she goes down there and she's like, yeah, so um, you know, uh, you have this um, what was it? You have you have uh, you have your tavern, but, but your name brings fear. If you use my name and we turn this, I want to buy it from you since your city, your town is struggling, and that's the villain's plan is that to basically. Get money so he can keep this town going, but it's like You're he's trapped. a bad guy. He's yeah. gonna, he's gonna do it, do terrible means. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but she's like, yeah, she's like, you could use my name, and I was just like, all right, uh, were they creating franchise like right. <laughs> franchise taverns back then? Right, for real. <laughs> you just put McDonald's like, on is, it, and this is the new PTs. Yeah, new. <laughs> That's how it all started. Literally. Zazie Beats and her dumbass decision to make a PTs in <laughs> Redwood. In, in, yeah, Redwood. It's the, <laughs> the the town of Redwood in which uh, Idris Elba's character, uh, I guess he used stolen money to own, and when he got out of jail, he came back for it. And I guess they're struggling. They're, they're dealing with uh, inflation. I feel like they keep Hashtag stealing. relatable. They keep stealing uh, the same exact money. <laughs> Hashtag topical. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, this is CNN. Um, (laughs) but no, um, yeah, so, uh, I guess, yeah, she, she ends up getting kidnapped because they're like, this is stupid. Why would you come down here by yourself? By yourself. And you know, I'm out of jail and you know, I need, my town is struggling. So we're going to kidnap you. Uh, and yeah, so like, of course it's up to the rest of the gang to save her. Uh, and so they... They come out and they have like a like a really weird like meetup and they're like showdown we'll we'll do a showdown later like they meet up yeah they do that like because <laughs> I was like ah oh, here we go and then I like, thought that was gonna be it and it wasn't too. even like a, it's not even a, a, a battle even and you it's know it's a conversation it's a business mm-hmm. deal <laughs> yeah and that's why I thought that scene was funny with uh with Jim Beck with because he's like ready to fight mm-hmm. <laughs> challenge Cherokee Bill through the whole movie everyone's saying hey, what the fuck yeah Cherokee <laughs> Bill is faster than him. Or the fastest, the real fastest gun in the West, or whatever. And he's and stuck because he's a cheater. Yeah, basically. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just like he. I, and in a sense, he's kind of like the audience. I'd say, like, he's kind of the voice of the audience. Mm-hmm. I feel like the yeah. dialogue in this kind of supports that. Like, there's they speak sort of modern. Like, it's not. Yeah. You know, I, there's really no real way of speaking other than accents yeah. when it comes to this. 
Uh, they were saying a lot of cut them down yeah, instead cut of em, killing them. Yeah, cut you em, cut yeah. their the ass down they or some shit. <laughs> you came in and in cut the them down. streets? Yeah. Never That's never what I was thinking, too. I was like, is this supposed to be like, Western gangsters, like, well, like I mean, the way that the tra- technically like, that's most, a, yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's just like a, just you still a gang, got gang, gang. They yeah. just all got horses. Just yeah, just horses. Yeah, you and gotta lo- care for them. That's very <laughs> horse care is gangster. Yeah, actually. that's true. <laughs> That'd be tight. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. you pull up to the hood in a horse. <laughs> Which is so, it, it was kind of confusing for some me. people because uh, Idris Elba was in another Netflix movie called Concrete Cowboy same, the same year. I think that's why I got them confused because <laughs> I think I watched a trailer for that or something and then uh-huh. I'm like, I saw this one. I was like, this one looks very badass. Like, <laughs> the other one I don't think did it for me because that sounds familiar. Okay. You guys got another movie about modern, <laughs> it's a modern gangster who rides a horse everywhere. <laughs> and then we'll... Eerie, <laughs> it's going to have little... Starring Lil Nas X. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Jay-Z do the music yep. that from the old time period to now. Yes. So oh he's going to be talking about horse and buggy rides. Dude. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make Beethoven's Third Symphony, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to put like like uh, like the DJ like dubstep sounds to it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Have a drop. Instead, <laughs> like make it pause in the middle of the song and then drop it. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Shit, you guys are tough. I begin uh, high, dude. It, this actually sounds like a great time if you guys do this. It, invite me. Okay, you're not serious. Okay. But no. <laughs> the, so the ending, uh, or in the end of this movie, uh, you get a, a very, re- I guess, once again, I feel like very referency, very movie meta uh, twist uh, in which. So the whole, I guess, the whole point of the beef between um, uh, is it Nathaniel Buck? That's Nathaniel Buck, but we're talking about Rufus Buck. Yeah, Uh, is Rufus Buck, and I guess we kind of just gave it away by saying that. But (laughs) Rufus and Nate have a beef because Rufus killed his parents a long, long time ago, and then the twist is that. They're brothers, and that is they have the same father. His and daddy so, was an asshole to him and yeah. not him. And so it's a sort of a Luke, I am your father type uh, situation. And he doesn't really fight back. The final showdown isn't really a final showdown. It's, it's more of a, a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, more a Western a, therapy yeah, session. Yeah, a Western scared street. Yeah. I still love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boots to this guy. I don't know. But he, I don't know there, he says, like, he's like, <laughs> you're going to, he said, you're going to yeah. surpass me because you're going to kill your brother. I'm like, was that's not a good well, thing. No, yeah, yeah. It's like surpassing in trauma. Yeah, surpassing in trauma <laughs> or surpassing in who's worse than the other. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, man, you, this is a very, this was very elaborate. Like, did mm-hmm. you expect him to find you? Or like you he made did. He yeah. said he cut him because he wanted he he was like you want he did it like so I could remember you. Ah, remember yeah, he you. has a cut on his forehead. Nate yeah, Love had, Nat Love has a cut on his forehead, and you know that part was so sad. The uh, beginning the was opening. so sad. I did I, not like that. Well, I feel like my only it's because I have a son and seeing yeah. a little boy like ah, <laughs> and knowing you got cut in the face. I'm like. Oh. Yeah, that's Wild that was West was a bad I guess place. it is pretty wild from that perspective. I think I was thinking more like of well, I understand that this guy is, you know, Idris Elba. 
But it was like they couldn't have found a younger actor just for that scene. Yeah. Because you don't you don't see him, but you see enough of his face. You don't see him full on, but you see enough of his it's face his and his body it's, and everything. Yeah. And I feel I'm like I like, saw gray hairs in the back of his yeah. head still. <laughs> and I was like, in that case, like, how how old is I thought about that love. my last yeah. time watching it, We keep it having too. these age issues, because yeah. with Benny and June, it was that same thing you yes. were talking about. Oh, speaking of that, that is, shit is funny yeah. about the musical. I'm like, that's going to give it way more substance to me now. <laughs> yeah, this is a Benny and June musical. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, Going I was back trying to our last episode, this yeah. is a Benny and June episode, yeah. or a musical. Yeah, yeah we were doing uh, Benny and June, and so I was just trying to look for tags when we were posting it, and that was the only thing that coming up. They have a Benny and June musical that they do. I don't know. It was beautiful. <laughs> anyway. Music by Bass Lerner. Yes. And Jay-Z. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I hope they see this. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, in the end, yeah, I'd, I'd say this is another, I'd say, worth a watch. Because it's not, it, it doesn't have enough flaws for me to, like, count it out. But also, it's... If you're if you're if you're not really a Western person, this is and she's not really a Western person. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I enjoy it. And like this thing, I'm not even really a Western person. I don't hate them, but I've n I don't i have never really watched a lot of those. So this is this worked for me. Mm-hmm. Uh I'd say uh, just a, cu- a couple less um or a little less um Music montages and it's like no reggae and westerns. <laughs> Am I right? No, that's that's him. I'm I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'm honestly. just kidding. There were no Rastafarians in the twenties. <laughs> that's true. You don't know that they were probably I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're probably hiding. They were probably yeah living up in barrels. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> I don't think that they're gonna be there anyway. Like, well, like I said, ew. dudes like dudes a black Brit, so you know they're kind of mostly you know West Indian. Yeah, he African. doesn't know what Western they're, is anyway. No, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I wasn't saying all that. I was just saying because he said he loves Westerns. It was just that's where that incorporation comes from because you know they're usually into like the crime and. Uh, you I know, shot the sheriff, and you know, yeah, like you know, <laughs> regular stuff. <laughs> what? Oh, they're into crime? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, British, you know, that the, their roots are usually in West Indian or African culture. So I can understand why that music kind of spurred him to use in this movie. And yeah, so that is wait. Yeah, yeah. I would. Get, I'd say it's, worth, a, it's a a, worth a watch for sure. Watch it. That was this, the harder they this, fall. We like the harder they fall. <laughs> that was the harder they fall. Now our obscure movie. Now and this is weird because it's you know it's a mainstream movie, but I do feel like I don't hear anyone talking about I it. I don't hear anybody talking yeah, about so it. Yeah, so it might as well be obscure. So this movie is Flight. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Captain Whitaker. You should manifest with 102 souls on board. Let's get them tucked in. We're ready to push. Feeling that look like you pulled some kind of move up there, man. You saved a lot of lives. We are in a dive. I have no control of my side. Everybody in brace position. The way you landed that plane was nothing short of a miracle. I see nothing but houses. Listen to me. Trim us nose down. The plane fell apart at 30,000 feet. We're gonna roll it. What do you mean, roll it? Ready? Here we go. 
and girls. There is all kinds of crazy news people out here. You're a rock star, man. You will never pay for another drink as long as you live. Captain Whitaker is a real American hero. This is Hugh Lang, an attorney from Chicago. Why do we need a lawyer? You don't remember having your blood drawn the night of the crash? You had alcohol in your system. That could be life in prison. Uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, Robert again. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Every fucking time. You got it. Uh, it another was, one for the highlight reel. Just, yeah, another, just another one. Uh, <laughs> it was made in 2012. Commercial air pilot Whip Whitaker has problem with drugs and alcohol, though so far he's managed to complete his flight safely. His luck runs out when a disastrous mechanical malfunction sends his plane hurtling toward the ground. Whip pulls off a miraculous crash landing that results in only six lives lost. Shaken to the core, Whip vows to get sober, but when the crash investigation exposes his addiction, he finds himself in an even worse situation. That's on point. Uh, yeah, that's almost, yeah, that's the movie. That was, that's the movie. <laughs> uh, We're done here. You've watched it. Uh, <laughs> what yeah, did you but, think? Uh, I don't know. This movie is something interesting to me. Like, it's something I've definitely never seen before like I, I've, I've i actually did see this one other time like you know back in like back when people used to rent movies <laughs> i think it's that it, old 2012 it was Wait. like right on the cusp of video stores being like done true but Damn. um yeah i do remember watching this uh, i think with my dad like long time ago and yeah it's it's a it's a movie that's truly hard to describe if you're just talking genre yeah. uh but I don't know. It's it's almost it's almost somewhat like of a, a I feel like a spiritual drama. Yeah. Like it's it, it has a little bit of elements of that, but it also has sort of like a like a I guess like a uh, a raunchy prestige movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like something I could easily see being, like, nominated for an Oscar, but also it, it has that edge that people usually want to look for in those movies, like, Like cool. a Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street situation. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a Wolf of Wall Street or something like that. Uh, what'd you think? I really... what well, okay, I heard about it because my sister was telling me about, about the movie, and she described it to me, and she was like... Oh, it's about a pilot that's in trouble for being an addict, but he flies the plane and saves all a bunch of people, mm-hmm. but he could have only done it while fucked up. And I'm <laughs> like, what? <laughs> She's like, that was the only way he was, she was, he was able to do it was because he was fucked up. And I'm like, really? And then she was like, yeah. And I'm like, do they show the the act the actual? Wait, who saw this? My sister, my little sister. That's a weird way to describe it. This is what she because she went straight to the point. Oh, okay. And then I was like, do they show the the plane crash? She was like, yeah. But she's like, I didn't. She said she didn't like it because she thought the whole movie was gonna be about the actual plane crash. The, the trailers kind of sell it on that. That's what she thought, and like oh. I was like, but. She's like, that's why she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want to see what the fuck happens after he gets <laughs> off this. Mm-hmm. And I liked it because it it gave me like personal anxiety because I have like addiction in my background. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just a weird, it's an interesting perspective on that because mm-hmm. you think that he gets away, he feels fine. But then his demons come back over yeah. that shit. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. And, he, you're, and his moral standing on it is just like, Mm-hmm. It's so real because it's like you did what you're supposed to do. You're fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then now your demons are coming out and it's just like a anxiety ride about it. And like, I thought it was good. Yeah. It really, 
only thing I just I didn't really understand his the girl that he was with. There was, was no the chemistry thing. between those two. They could have the gone thing. without her completely. I don't know what the fuck that yeah. was. And about. in a sense, they kind of do. It's really weird. Like that was the thing. I was like, if if you're gonna like like if you're gonna add this character. Commit to it, yeah. But they didn't even do that. They didn't. I had um, no. She did. I, I no cared st- more about the girl that died in the beginning than yeah. her, and I cared more about his drug dealer <laughs> than her. Like, I, like yeah. everybody. His drug dealer shows up twice, played by John Goodman. Actually, he, I love really him for good. that role, yeah. <laughs> even though he's always like, yeah. I don't know. He kind of seemed like he'd be another character in um in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, actually, like, wasn't he? He's in the Big Lebowski, but like he, he feels like a character this. from yeah, that. and he came into yeah. this movie. I definitely <laughs> agree. Yes, but um, I guess yeah. But I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a good story. It's uh-huh. an interesting movie to watch because you're just like just to see how it goes, and then the way I just I don't know. I wasn't happy with the ending. Oh, of you were I'm not saying it was a bad ending. I mm-hmm. just was like, oh no. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, yo, this movie's crazy bleak. I don't. I think like, I ever want to watch this sucks. again. It sucks. It's sad. Um, Everything about it is sad. Yeah. It's just... it, it is, but at the same time, it's like, it's, 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 it's like, and I think this is why I kind of, I feel like the spiritual element of it, it's kind of like a, it's like a breakdown to rebuild type of yes. story. Uh, and you really, and I think you really need the breakdown. I feel like the only failure in this movie is that there's, you don't really get a why. And I guess in the, in a sense that doesn't necessarily matter. Mm-hmm. But it like a why on why he does yeah what like he does. why so 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 Whip Whitaker like the movie starts with him like sleeping with this girl he was on an all night bender with this girl yeah, they were yeah. smoking drinking and Cocaine. doing coke yeah and so uh and then you know he gets up for his flight because <laughs> he's a pilot uh and um he's in there with like a new a new uh newer pilot uh-huh. and uh there's like a plane malfunction at a certain point. And things, you know, it's taking a nosedive. And in that, he, like, his resolve is to, like, uh, I think he flips the plane. Inverting the plane. Inverts the plane upside down so that he can level it and then flip it back over when they make the crash landing. Because they're going to have to make one regardless. Mm -hmm. But he was saying at least if, there'll be less less people dead if it's it's not a nosedive. And so, you know, he... He saves everybody but six, and there's some questions surrounding, you know, the legitimacy of of his sobriety when he, you know, when he flew the plane, and it's that's being looked at and things like that. Like, and you know, from there, it's just like a fight to stay sober until this trial. Oh my uh, god! And so much hate. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so yeah, and that that's just all kinds of misadventure. Like, um, one thing that really helped kind of outline this movie for me. Now, uh, Robert Zemeckis did direct it, but he's you know he's kind of been there, done that. He did that weird tightrope movie with the uh, Man on the Ledge thing. Oh no, Lu- uh, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, with, I never watched with Joseph it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But... He did. Didn't he die there? Uh, that guy. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Oh. I don't. Yeah. I don't uh, 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 he he did one of my favorite movies, uh, Back to the Future. He did. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like. One of Spielberg's homeboys. What? Like, I don't feel like directing this one. George Lucas, you got this? All right. Uh, Robert Zemeckis, you got this? Like, <laughs> I need, <laughs> That's usually what happens. We need a group like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I didn't know he did all those. Yeah. Um, and he, so, but the guy who wrote the movie, um, his name is uh, John Gattins. And uh, John Gattins, I, I was watching an interview with him, and it's so 
crazy. He talks about how he was in uh he he was he's an ex actor and turned uh script doctor turned screenwriter. Uh and he said he started out in like the horror movies, you know, he's the he's the the uh the like main girl's there. boyfriend or mm-hmm. or the background guy and I think he said he auditioned for nine oh two one oh like a thousand times oh he could God. barely get it. Uh and uh but you know, he was like I think he said he was like good friends with that dude from How I Met Your Mother, the main guy. I forgot his name. Which the main act, guy? The black hair. Uh, oh yeah, dude. I know what you're talking about. I've never seen that show actually. But yeah, he talks about um how he you know, he had I think an alcohol addiction. So he he mixes these two. He said he talks about um how he had an alcohol addiction and he was saying one of the big parts of that uh, is like when they do AA meetings and stuff, they talk about faith. They talk about like, what do you believe in and things like that. And so that was, that was kind of something that he felt he had to sort of weave in this. But also he said he's terrified of flying. And one time he, he's taking a plane somewhere and he, uh, and he, I, I don't know if they were on layover or what, and he's just chilling. And he says, uh, the pilot literally comes sit, sits next to him and just starts talking to him and trying to be friendly. And he's like, the only thing more terrifying than flying a plane is knowing the person who's flying it. And that's where this idea kind of came from. He was like, what if you knew your pilot like too much to where you were comfortable that's even so being true. on a plane? Because I wouldn't want to. I don't even want to know what they look like. <laughs> I like that one voice that they seem to all have and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he talks and he talks about how, like, you know, I think he said it took maybe 10 years to to really get this movie going because he he wrote it and then he, I think, got it to like, um, I think he, he got it to DreamWorks mm-hmm. and uh, and they didn't know what to do with it. They were holding on to it and then they had their little breakup with Paramount. And so and the writer strike happened and all this other stuff just kind of prevented it from being made. And then I guess he said somehow it got to Denzel. Uh, one of his people found it and was like, Denzel's really interested in this. And from there, he was like, he's down to do it, but he wants he's he doesn't want you as a first time director. He does want he, he wants the script, but you know he might need someone else to do. It, and that's where Zemeckis came in and stuff like that. But there's so like so even deeper in like the spiritual element of this. And what I think is kind of cool uh, is uh, I guess if we could talk about a couple more characters. They're not. It's, it's very light on characters. He has a uh, his his best buddy who usually like who's kind of vouching for him throughout this whole thing. Uh, what is his name? Um, what is it? So we well we have John Goodman as Harley, his drug dealer, uh, and then we have uh, Bruce Greenwood as Charlie. Charlie is you know the I think he's like the head of the incident report mm-hmm. yeah. thing when it, after the crash. Um, and then you have uh, Don Cheeto is uh, Hugh Lang, who's like his his lawyer, his defense lawyer. And the the funny thing about it, like uh, in the interview, he's asking John Gaddis, he's like, so yeah, like you know, in this, in terms of like the spiritual element, because throughout the whole movie, they're like, oh, how he landed this plane was an act of God. He even lands it like behind a church doing like this crazy. Uh, I think there was it a wedding wedding ceremony or something know. was going I think on. They were all like all outside or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It was, but it was. But, yeah, was he outside. like like the wing just like chops the cross off the top and like crashes behind right over the people. Yeah, and so um, uh, and yeah, a lot of you just see people in choir robes like pulling people Literally, out of the plane. It's crazy. I would have thought I was dead. If I, was <laughs> people. Like, I didn't make it. Holy shit! 
That's uh, crazy. And, and so, um, yeah, he, he was saying, you know, like the active guy keeps getting brought up. And so he he uh, he was saying, uh, they're like, so is, is uh, John Goodman's character, like, is he like the devil? Who's the bad guy here? And, the, and he's like, no, it's actually Don Cheadle's character, his lawyer. And he I was trying like, to get him off of it. Yeah, right? like yeah, trying to in a sense trying to he's he, like he's like there's the scene Sweeping where they're up the on the little ledge and he's like you know he tells them oh you know yeah uh, you know it's an act of God so we're gonna put it under that and then when when uh, Denzel's character isn't buying it he's like he's like all right fine all right then we're gonna lie like you know what I mean yeah and so it's like it's those little things he was like it's like he's driving like a red Ferrari. Uh, uh, and he was like, even at the end where he tells the truth and he admits he's an alcoholic, Don Cheadle's character completely disappears. Like you see him maybe mad one time and then he just disappears. And I thought, I was like, that's so crazy. Like it's like woven that deep in there. Um, and I guess there's like, and there's, there's still like elements of sort of the act of God as an argument because they talk about how, you know, they put a thousand pilots through that test and they all of them crash a plane mm-hmm. regardless. And so I don't know if he needed to be messed up, but I, in a sense, it does feel like it needed to be him. It, you know I, I think mean? he did because, like I said, I'm getting a little personal, but there's mm-hmm. like a lot of addiction in my family. I know about mm-hmm. even me. I know mm-hmm. about I've been to AA meetings. Mm-hmm. And that is true what you say. They all feel like the act of God is what makes them sober. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that. That's why the movie was crazy to me because I'm like, he saved these people, mm-hmm. but he was still fucked up. And like, if he if that didn't happen, mm-hmm. he still would have probably been an addict. You know, yeah. he still wouldn't have wanted to do fix himself. Uh-huh. And I feel like that is part of the act of yeah. God. It's not really so much of like, it is, but it's is a it big the plane? moment, but it's such a small element. Yes, exactly. That, that makes sense. And that that's really why it's sense. like they keep saying it. And that's why at the end he was like, I'm in jail, I'm in here, but I'm sober. And that's the difference. Yeah. And I can tell you guys this story. Mm-hmm. And because it's always like, it, that's kind of his rock bottom. Yeah, literally. His rock bottom. Like, yeah. And that's why. And then, oh my God, just seeing the relapsing and seeing how mm-hmm. he's like so close to doing mm-hmm. it. Then you see him trash his hotel. Like, it's like part of that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's part the, of that awakening. The, like you have to get so process. low just to get yes, and I, a little high. And that's I the guess. thing. He got fucked up before that plane. It was an act of God that he was able to save these people. Mm-hmm. And because he was all fucked up, that's mm-hmm. probably how he was able to do it. But it was mm-hmm. also like that, yeah. that you lived to tell the tale because you need to get yeah. sober. And, and, a, and a key element was the fact that the, one of the people who died on the plane was a flight attendant. That the one that so he was on the bender up. with. Uh, that night, and so yeah, and she she actually only died because she unstrapped Saved herself to some, save a kid. Save kid. So it, it's kind of like this. It was a moral, like a high ground situation yeah. too, because they were could have pinned it on her mm-hmm. that she was that had Drinking, the alcohol yeah. and everything. Because yeah, that's what happens. They uh, be, the case is to try to frame her for being mm-hmm. the person that has the alcohol on the plane because they they weren't selling it to the passengers. Mm-hmm. And he could have easily been like, oh, yeah, it was hers. She's had rehab in her life. And even I was talking to my girlfriend about that, too. She was like, that's really fucked up. Because if that was a lot of people that we know in the situation, mm-hmm. they could have easily been like, yeah, that mm-hmm. was that's what that's happened. So crazy, you know right? what I yeah. mean? But because he changed, like, that mm-hmm. was... That was and it was a, and it was so crazy. Like, I'm high right now. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and, and so, you know... I I don't know like oh uh yeah like I think this movie so 
And then they showed her under the thing. Oh, uh, that was wild. Yeah. We or just the... saw her naked, and now, now she's under the fucking plane. Yeah, that was wild. That was so crazy. So sad. Or the uh, the chick, um, the other flight attendant uh, from... The from, curly-haired one? The, the, the doctor from uh, SVU, uh, <laughs> I call her. Um, that is her. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out where <laughs> I knew this girl from. Uh, that's I stopped watching SVU a long time ago, but she's like probably I the only per, per, like person who stayed watch that on later. the show. Uh, uh, her name in the movie is Margaret, played by Tamara Tooney or Toon with an I. <laughs> uh, You're gonna be in the compilation. Good job. Nah, <laughs> nah, that wasn't a director's name. Oh. Nah, she's just an actress. Mm. She'll probably never be in a movie again. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I'll never know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, uh, and when he asked her to lie at the funeral or whatever, lie, lie for him and be like, oh, yeah, I just was out and I had a couple of drinks. Just let, you know, they come around asking questions. I was so stressed for all but that. You know, you know, it's real. <laughs> you know what I find really interesting, though, even in the sort of the spiritual aspect is that it doesn't it, it, it plays it plays with it in the right way where it's like it's serious. It's. It's kind of here and there, like it's sprinkled, and then there's parts where it, like it, it does the overdrive thing where it's a joke too, mm-hmm. like the where he goes to visit yeah. the pilot, like I, you know, I, like I, I was like I kind of decided because like ah oh, this is so typical, yeah, like with the uh, so he's talking to the pilot, try, his co-pilot trying to convince him to be like hey you know I didn't have anything to drink and da, 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 you know he's like I knew you were hot I would if it were me I would be like then why did you get on the plane why did you stop it? <laughs> yeah where's your responsibility that man's high. Right, I would have I snitched if I were you. What's your yeah. problem? Yeah, but his, uh, but uh, we're both guilty then. He, yeah, he up, <laughs> that's what I would have said. In the in the crash, he ended up shattering his legs or whatever. He was like, "I may never fly again, but I'm not gonna tell because I know, you know, this was an active guy." And then his girlfriend like weirdly does this like this is the most robotic thing. Ever. Like she stands next to him, she goes, "Praise Jesus!" Mm-mm. Like, and I was just like, "This is so, like like they this is so like so unlikable." This, yeah, it's like very stereotypical like. West Westboro Baptist yeah, type like weirdness, like, oh. and I was like, not all religious people are like that. Exactly. But on top of that, like I said, it was it was kind of fair game because it was it gives you kind of every little element of that. Even and that's that's another part that I kind of find fascinating is Denzel's character denies it all the way up until that part, and even so, he still takes his part in it. You know, what that's I mean? the thing. The first step to AA is admitting, <laughs> and that's why he wasn't as much as he was like ah. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do that. He mm-hmm. literally would not admit his truth. And that's mm-hmm. why there's no recovery in that. Yeah. He was a fucking mess. <laughs> just... I loved that. the. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I loved that the freaking, um, that the drug dealer had his own like personal oh, yeah. kit to make sure he's like, he needs this, this, and then in a couple <laughs> hours, give him this. I was like, yeah, this man's a pro. Man. See, he's a real doctor. That's what a real doctor. And that's another thing too. It felt like certain things felt like really realistic because even when they woke up, like when they first start the scene, and you know that he was on an all night bender, and just seeing him do his thing, he was like, "I should probably eat. I didn't get any sleep. This mm-hmm. and this, making all these conversations. I got a flight here. Like just being there is just like that's a real mm-hmm. conversation. Arguing, but you're like arguing with his motherfucker. You're not going to sell cars. <laughs> you're going to fly a plane. <laughs> like get your shit together. But it's still like mm-hmm. that's. The addict way is just yeah. Like, ah, it's I'll it's get acting it. as if everything is fine. Yeah, like I got it. I got. It. Yeah. So, um, like one thing about it, 
uh, like I said, I guess if I had my, my issues with it, is you don't really get a why. Not that you need it, but it would have been something I thought was interesting. I mean, I feel like they allude to something with his father because they talk about, you know, he's watching the old film of him, his dad, and his son hanging mm-hmm. out. Uh, his, he's a pilot just like his dad. Um, and then he has, like, sort of an ex- estranged relationship with his son mm-hmm. and, and his wife. Uh, and uh, he's even arguing with him early on, like, when he's after That's his bender. The first, yeah, right phone. after his bender. This is who he's on the <laughs> phone with. Like, and, and, uh, That's who calls, of course. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 like, the crux of it is, like, toward the end. Yeah, his son comes to visit him in, in prison. Uh, how many years was he doing? I think he said... Uh, uh, I don't remember. I think he said eight. I would have thought life <laughs> after all that shit he went through, but yeah. But he said five if he was lucky, and that was a that was another thing. That was another part of it that is kind of I feel like in a sense kind of confirms the act of God type deal because the plane the plane did have a malfunction. It wasn't necessarily his flying; it was his flying that saved them, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But it was still the fact that he was intoxicated. Yeah. So it's he like would, a, if the if the plane was fine, they would have never known if. Mm-hmm. He wasn't high. They would have died. Like it was just yeah. like uh, like all kind like <laughs> act of God. It, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. So the I feel like I don't know anything else you want to say about this movie. No, I liked it. I'm just gonna go with good soup. You're gonna go with good soup. Good soup. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a worth the watch. I would say you know what I would say for like if 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 you feel like I know we're only four episodes in, but if you feel like you're anything like me, I'd say. It's a it's a um, worth a watch. Uh, I'd say it's a good soup if you're a normie. Like, yeah, uh, no, but, <laughs> not normie. But no, no, uh, it, like, but even when I first watched it, I when and you mentioned it, I I've never thought after I watched it the first time, I never thought of actually watching it again. Like, I just, uh, like a, I was curious because yeah. what my sister said, and this mm-hmm. is a movie that my mo- kind of movie that my mom likes to watch. Cause mm-hmm. It's just like really drama, this extra weird shit, you know, mm-hmm. just dr- drama, but with like. Some yeah. crazy twist or some shit like that. And I was just like, this is different. I've never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. Thought more people would talk about it, especially because there's a lot of movies about addiction and stuff like that that people talk about. Even like like we said, Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. glorifying it and then also saying it's like terrible. Yeah. And and this, but I mean, that's size. most of the Scorsese movies. Exactly. So but that's I, why I'm like, I've never yeah. heard of this one. And this one, I honestly feel like this one might be like a really important one to watch for people who... You know, have addictions I like agree. that. You know, um, but yeah, I'd say good soup. Yeah, it's 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 good for people who want to see, uh, or or who who I guess want to maybe somewhat of a taste of what something like that could be. Even though, of course, there's a fantastical element of this crazy plane. Yeah, plane, but I'd say it's very plane crash. I don't know, yeah, plane, plane clash. Bane clash. Clash plane. <laughs> Clane plash. Clane flash. <laughs> you know, hey. When, when you're drunk like he is, it's a it's dude. A he clash. was jacked <laughs> up like I've never seen. And it's such an interesting role for Denzel too. Yeah, but I don't. But Denzel could. Yeah, but my thing is, I never felt like like I feel like I, you never have to feel the way you feel about a character like this uh-huh. if he's played by Denzel. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's parts where he's getting scolded and you just he's just like. It's just yeah. me, poor sad Denzel. And I'm like, it is poor sad Denzel. Yeah, but I don't feel bad I'm for sorry. him. I feel like Denzel could hold his own. That's why I don't feel that way. Because I'm not, like, not once, like, not really. In any way sympathetic? Not really, but just because, like I said, I know People. it's his addiction uh-huh. running him. He's not even himself. Ah, okay. it, and what made me feel bad for him was when he finally got caught up, when he was being honest. I'm like, damn, he still had to time. But it, it's 
it makes sense. Uh-huh. But that's what I was like, damn, he yeah. really. Oh, and the girl that he meet. This and this is the element. This is the element that we were that talking about so that dumb. doesn't really seem to to work. And it's only because it I didn't feel committed. I remember the director in the interview saying that he always thought it was interesting, or he always wanted to write something where like there was a sort of a fantastical way two people meet. And in a sense, that's there. Like this girl, it's a girl. I forget what's her character's name. Um, Nicole, played by Kelly Riley. And she's like a, you know, I think she's a heroin addict or something yeah. like that. And she overdoses in the same day she's getting drugged to the hospital. You know, this is when the plane crash happens, and they meet at the ho- the hospital in like in like the stairwell because they both want want to go out for a cigarette. Um, this had to be like second day because I'm in a plane crash. I'm not getting out of the bed on the first day to go smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. He's an addict, though. And they're even kind of like socially married by the like the the cancer patient dude from downstairs. Yeah. He comes upstairs and starts. And he kind of. But I was, didn't even see chemistry between them when uh-huh. they were talking. Like I thought he was gonna be just another Will Smith situation <laughs> where like, yeah. are they gonna be? Together? No, they're just they're just working just, together. Yeah, you know what I mean? Together. Yeah, it was. Well, it was one of those things where yeah, I didn't. I forgot that they even had a relationship uh, from so off dumb. the last one. And it, like I said, because in it, in between the bender and him getting ready for this flight, they cut the scenes of her going. I think actually the director. I think the director plays the porn director guy who she goes to buy drugs from. That's hella. Or whatever. I love when they do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, like um, <laughs> it was just interesting, like. I was like, who is this lady they keep cutting to? Like, I'm trying to get to this, you know. To, well, I want to see what happens. Yeah, I want to see what happens with Denzel Washington's character. But, and then they bring her in, and then, you know, they meet in the hospital, and then she takes them to, like, one thing of AA. I guess they're dating, and she gets a job. Uh, she comes to live with him for a little bit, and then he's still drunk, and she's like, I'm trying to get sober. He's like, let's just fly to Jamaica. Let's fly to Jamaica, and, you know, whatever. And she's like, you got this trial coming up, and you're drunk, and and, you know... And she's like, you're not trying to go to AA. I'm trying to get better. If I do it again, I'm going to die. So, you know, and, you know, she promises him that they can go on the trip or whatever. And he wakes up and she's gone and leaves him a letter. And you don't actually see her in the movie for the rest of that. You only see her in pictures of him. Like, they do this, like, wide shot or this pan shot of, like, his, I guess, his his cell. And he has, like, pictures of her and him at the, you know, in the meeting room at the, at the prison. Or whatever, but it's just like when she's gone, she's not in the movie anymore, really. And it it kind of maybe me something wonder, came up, yeah, in like, the middle of this filming. And though I feel like she definitely wasn't needed for this movie, like almost at all, not at all. I'd say it would have been better to stick to your guns and just kept her like there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a yeah. I agree. Yeah, and Either I know go big or go or what is it? Do it or don't. Yeah, do it or don't. Yeah, and so I mean, all in all, yeah, I, I still think this is a. a I guess it's a good soup, uh, and then it's a good it's a worth the watch if you're really really interested in something like as complex as this movie in a sense. And yeah, that is a flight. That was flight. Yeah, and now those are our three movies. Uh, this has been fun. It's always fun. Always fun. Always fun. Always funny. Actually, funnier. I think this. Time it gets around. funnier and funnier every time. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Am I right? Uh. And so, you got that right, David? <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I'm Jay. And I'm Jess. And uh, Ica. this is... <laughs> Ica. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that's for audience clarification. Yes, yeah, right just so everyone, everyone in the room is clear. Yeah, this has been <laughs> us getting real mad about movies. See Thanks you. for listening. See you next time. See you next time.